and welcome to the Virgin River Visitor Center. I'm Caroline Dill. And I'm Liz Mitchell. And we are your guides to this charming, small, yet fictional town of Netflix's Virgin River. At the Virgin River Visitor Center, we will help you learn everything you need to know. Whether you want to know where to go in town for a late night bite, Jack's Bar, or who is new in town and already stirring up drama, the new nurse Mel, or you just want to know the local gossip. So pack your bags and your impractical footwear. We're going to Virgin River. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Virgin River Visitor Center podcast, a podcast all about Virgin River, the TV show on Netflix. A great show. An amazing show. So good. And I am so excited to finally be back here and recording this episode. Me too. It's been so long. So long. Thus the awkward trying to set up how to record that we just encountered. I I feel like it's been seven years since we last recorded a podcast together. I know. Do we want to tell the people what's been up and why we had an unexpected sudden disappearance from everything yes and you know what everyone we are so sorry but it is the year 2020 and i know that sometimes like i know personally when i'm listening to podcasts i just want to forget what is happening in the world around me and i just kind of want to be like okay this is my time to forget what is going on in the world but unfortunately this episode we can't forget what is going on in the world no we cannot because the whole reason why we dropped off the face of the earth for so long was I sadly and unfortunately got the Rona and it was terrible. It was not a great time. And uh, because of that, the way that it ended up working out is Caroline had coincidentally gone home. By the way, um, we are roommates. I don't think we've ever once said that. I think we did in the intro. Did we? One time. Okay, we might yeah. have. If you didn't know that, we are roommates, which is why we do this. And we're friends. Yes. Um, so Caroline had coincidentally gone home for Thanksgiving and I was like starting to feel like a little sick and then a whole thing conspired and I ended up getting a COVID test and ended up getting more sick and then I took two tests and they both came back positive. And so for safety and well-being, I isolated, quarantined, whatever you want to call it, at home alone and Caroline stayed at her parents' house for the like 10 days or whatever that the CDC is recommending you do this for now. And I was uh, pretty sick there for a little bit, so. Yeah, what were your main symptoms? Oh, gosh. So it started off just thinking that, like, I had, like, bronchitis or, like, allergies or, like, a cold because we just got the cat. So I was like, if I got allergic to my cat, I'm about to be so sad because I was, I had, like, a sore throat for, like, a day. And then I was, like, sniffling. So, like, not, like, super common COVID symptoms, although I learned later that actually, like, it can present that way, too, obviously. And then I started getting the cough. And then it was like a really dry cough. I actually coughed, like was coughing so hard that I lost my voice for like three or four days. And that was a great time. We love to see it. And then I got a text from a friend of mine who I had been around. She's my esthetician. And she was like, hey, just wanted to let you know, this was on Thanksgiving Day, that uh, I tested positive for COVID. And I had just been around her like four or five days prior at an appointment. I was like, great. At least she told me that before I went to my parents' house, though, so I didn't, like, expose them, which was always a plus. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then from there, I lost my smell. And then that from losing my sense of smell, I lost my sense of taste, which those are, like, the two symptoms that I still really have. 
and then from there it, it continued to progress to just being like really tired um i couldn't walk up the stairs of our apartment without losing my breath i couldn't at one point even like get dressed without getting tired like literally pulling up pants made me out of breath wow which was awful that is awful but i'm on the mend now it's been about three weeks since i first started showing symptoms almost three and a half i think yeah math it's been Uh, a long enough time that you're in the clear now yeah i'm not contagious anymore i still have some lingering symptoms which kind of sucks so i still get a little breathless depending on what i'm doing so like our stairs aren't as bad as they were before um, I still have like a tiny little bit of a cough, but I mostly have that like in the mornings when I wake up or like if I'm talking too much. So like if you hear me cough at all during this recording, that's probably why. Um, and then I can't smell or taste anything yet. I was baking a cake earlier for my dad's birthday and I made Caroline taste everything that I was making to make sure that it didn't taste bad. It tasted great. She did a good job. Thank you. But I can taste spicy stuff, which is the interesting thing. So anything that's on like the extreme end of the flavor spectrum I can taste it. So like really strong coffee I can taste because it's so bitter. Um, spicy stuff. So everything I'm eating right now has like hot sauce or like crushed red pepper flakes or like I was eating jalapeno slices like they were bell pepper slices one day. Nice. Because they just like weren't spicy. Oh uh, gosh, what else? I don't, weirdly enough, I can taste peanut butter really well. That's good. Peanut and, butter is the best food. Yes. My mom is convinced it's because peanut butter is like so oily that like for whatever reason it's like the oils are making the i don't know science stuff um so yeah if somebody can explain why my mom thinks that peanut butter i can taste that'd be cool and like really dark chocolate i can taste interesting yeah but the way that i kind of figured out that i started losing my taste was i absolutely caroline knows this i hate banana flavored anything specifically banana flavored laffy taffy and we have a bag of leftover halloween candy here and i was like i wonder Like, am I losing my mind or am I really losing my taste? So I went and ate a banana Laffy Taffy and it didn't taste like anything. And I was like, yep. That's depressing. And then I had to switch to a new bottle of hand soap because my hand soap was empty. And it's, I use Bath and Body Works hand soap and anybody who uses that, you know that that stuff smells strong. And mine is. In a good way. Yes. And mine that I switched to was Sweater Weather, which is a very distinctive smell. It's a fall smell. Think apples, leaves, crisp air yes and i love it i love it for my car as well but i was washing my hands and i was like i can't smell this and so then i texted caroline and i was like do we think can is this a thing and she was probably like yeah yeah i i just for me on my end i cannot believe i didn't get it yeah that's the weirdest thing to me yeah so i tested negative and I don't know how because we were in close proximity. They say, what is it, like more than 15 minutes? I mean, I guess when we are together, we neither of us really like physical contact. Gross. So we don't really ever sit that close together. We have a pretty big couch so we can space out. But then like usually when we eat dinner together, though, we're not that far Yeah, apart. our table's pretty close and seating-wise. So I have no idea how I didn't get it. Uh, as soon as Liz texted me, she texted me on Thanksgiving, like, oh, by the way, I was exposed. I'm like, oh, no. So I told my parents, and they're like, do you have any symptoms? I'm like, no, I feel totally fine. I had no temperature. My dad had been taking all of our temperatures. Oh, my 
gosh. And so we've been like, we had a, a board with all of our temperatures on it. You didn't tell me that. Yeah. So, oh, and it's in Celsius because of he course. bought it off of Amazon. And so I guess, you know, it came from China. It's one of the digital ones. Yeah. It's in Celsius. So I'm like, I don't even know what this means. But I was about 35 degrees Celsius, 36. That's about nice. 97 degrees Fahrenheit. And I normally run 97 degrees, so I was like, that's normal, that's fine. But, like, every day they took my temperature. Everyone in my family had their temperatures taken, and we wrote them on a whiteboard. I never ran a fever, though. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any other symptoms at all. Like, yeah. I was only short of breath after I went on a hike, and it was all uphill. And my dad's like, you know what, I'm a little out of breath. I'm like, Dad, we just went on a hike uphill. Of course you're out of breath. Anyone who isn't, isn't a human. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was just so interesting. I think the worst part was just waiting mm-hmm. for my test results back because I was so scared. I, like, just infected my whole family. I feel that. But then I didn't. I wore a mask around my family while waiting for my results, so I kept everyone safe because if you are asymptomatic, you have to pretend that you do have it. So the whole time I was like, I have it, and I need to keep everyone safe, so I kept my distance. We all ate Thanksgiving in different parts of the house. We're very safe at my household, which was nice. And then when I was negative, I was like, okay, I'm going to just stay here at my parents so I don't then go home and then get it. Mm-hmm. If I cannot get it, that would be great. No offense for you. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't it. blame you. I mean, once I, it really wasn't that bad being here by myself like at the beginning because I did feel so terrible that I was just like, I'm not even like a fun person to be around. All I did was sleep. I would fall asleep on our couch for hours. Like in the middle of the workday, I would just fall asleep. I woke up one point at like 4.30 in the afternoon and I was like, what happened? How did this happen? And the cat was on me and I was just like, whoa, how did this happen? But once I started feeling better, then I was just bored. Yeah. Because I started feeling better right around like day 10 or so of symptoms. Um, and so then after that, I was just like, I really just want to leave the apartment I need to do something. Yeah. But I was like, I I know that the CDC says 10 days, but I'm going to do closer to 14. I think I did 13 days without leaving mm-hmm. just to like be on the safe side. Yeah. And I waited, I think it was like exactly two weeks since your initial exposure date. Mm-hmm. And then I was home. So I was like, okay, I feel safe enough to come back and be around you. Yeah. And then she disinfected literally our entire apartment. Yeah. Okay. No matter, like, this isn't even a COVID thing. If someone is sick, if I'm sick, then, like, afterwards you clean everything. It's just you got to get the sickness out. You got to have a refresh start. I did. When I washed my bedding, I put it on the sanitized setting in the washer. (laughs) The extra, extra hot. Yes. I was like, I got to get rid of this stuff. I was coughing in bed. Oh, it was rough. Yeah. It was really a rough couple of days. My mom made me call her every day. That's so nice, though. She was like, I need to hear your voice and hear if you're getting better or worse. Yeah. I was like, um, okay, mom. Mom's worry. They do. That's they nice. Do. My mom them. was stressed for a couple of days there. And I was like, so sorry, mom. I too am stressed because I'm waiting for my results. Because other part of this story is, so I went to, if anybody has ever been to a Kroger, if you have a Kroger near you, or if you don't have a Kroger, Kroger has like a weird little clinic inside of it called the little clinic. It's like you can see like a nurse practitioner kind of thing. Well, that's where I went when I started feeling sick because it was like middle of the night. I was like, I don't feel like going to urgent care, whatever. And it was the day before Thanksgiving. And apparently in my area, 
Kroger, like the little clinic sends all their test samples to Kentucky to get tested. And it was the day before Thanksgiving. And it was the, it was like the last appointment of the day. And so the nurse practitioner was like, yeah, we don't know if we're going to be able to ship out your, your specimen or whatever it's called tomorrow because of the holiday. So I was like, great. So it took almost like a week for me to get my test results from that one back. But I also took a rapid test, which I got within 15 minutes. And that's the one when I talked to you on the phone. Yeah. And I was like, great. So two positive tests. This means that it's probably real. Yeah. And I'm the only person in my life who has gotten it, which makes me very upset. I know. (laughs) Because I don't do anything. I know. But like my siblings have jobs where they have to like go interact with people. I have friends who have jobs where they have to go interact with people. I stay in my apartment, yet I'm the one who gets it. Uh, that's the thing about COVID is that it just like the smallest amount of exposure can get you, which is why everyone please continue taking it seriously. I know Mm -hmm. it's been such a long time. It's already December and started in March and yeah, we're still living with it, but it is still out there. So everyone, please keep wearing your masks. If you don't know anybody who's had it before now, now you do. Yeah. You know me. And let me tell you, it is not fun it is not a good time so keep wearing your masks keep distancing from people if you can if you have jobs where you have to go out there respect to you for having to deal with that but wash your hands do all the things like this is still out there this is still very serious and it's terrible to get it to not have a great time also losing your sense of smell and taste is awful i wouldn't wish that on my enemies it's horrible i'm paranoid about everything now because she i can't smell or smell taste her it coffee creamer in case it went bad yeah well because it was like a month old so i was like Ugh. yeah you know what coffee creamer that stuff lasts forever i know but i was like it, this is like how it is though because i'm mm-hmm. so scared i'm gonna like eat something that's gone bad or like something like that and get sick again but this time get like foodborne illness yeah <laughs> which is also terrible oh so i or like when i'm cooking i have to pay like super close attention to make sure that nothing's burning because I can't smell it burning. Right. Ugh. Ugh. It's weird. Yeah. So everyone, please, please continue staying safe, social distancing, washing your hands, wearing a mask. Someday, Getting the vaccine someday. when you can get it. The light is at the end of the tunnel. Right. Someday we'll light. all be okay and we'll look back on this and think, I'm glad that I did everything I could. Mm-hmm. That was my whole thing is I was so scared of like possibly giving it to somebody else once I knew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to be the reason why a business has to shut down for a couple of days or somebody else has to miss work for two or three weeks because they get exposed or God forbid I give it to somebody who's not going to recover as well as I know that I'm going to. I mean, I've got basically everything on my side to be better with this thing. I'm young, decently healthy, but there are other people who aren't like I have a friend right now who about the same age. She has like asthma and she has it right now and she has to do like daily breathing treatments and she's on steroids and stuff just to make sure it doesn't get worse. And I would hate to give that to somebody else. Yeah. So if you have it, please stay inside. I know it's annoying. Just do it. Stay inside. Believe me. I get it. I did not leave my apartment for two weeks. Yes. The only person that I interacted with was my cat and she's not even a person. No, tragically. So yeah, that's where we've been. Thanks for listening to Liz's story. Please, everyone, like we said, stay safe. 
stay safe. But like I said, I'm feeling better. Uh, we're on the upswing of this and finally turned the corner. That's what I kept telling people last week at work when they would ask me how I was feeling. I was like, well, I finally turned the corner. So I'm going to say it to you guys. I've turned the corner. I'm getting better. We're back here recording and I am excited to keep talking about Virgin River with you all. Yeah. So let's get into it. Liz, you want to give us our episode summary for episode four, A Wounded Heart. Before we go on, wow, too soon. Too soon. A Wounded Heart too soon all right so take it away with our summary (laughs) mel and jack continue to fight over his relationship status with charmaine meanwhile hope adjusts to life after suffering from a heart attack but that doesn't stop her from trying to meddle in jack and mel's love lives she also decides that she needs to get her own affairs in order and tells doc she wants a divorce yes that's right ladies and gentlemen doc and hope are married and doc does not want to sign divorce papers Later, as a show of good faith, after Jack and Mel have been fighting the entire episode, Jack takes Mel out to a farm to pick up some organic produce for Hope. But they get stranded with a flat tire, when all of a sudden, another car pulls up and Jimmy comes out. When he finds out that Mel is a nurse practitioner, he demands that she go with him, threatening both Jack and Mel at gunpoint. And that's where the episode ends. Yikes. This episode had everything. It had fighting romance it had fighting it had um really that's kind of everything in this show yeah it had everything that you would expect with an episode of it had makeups it had breakups it had food it had mystery hair dyeing moments it had had mattresses mattresses yeah flashbacks all the things you might want guns everything oh everything you know what okay so this episode primarily had they like to pair people up in their storylines. So this week we had Hope and Doc, and they were dealing with Hope's heart attack. And so scary. I know, it was so scary. I'm glad she was okay, because after she collapsed in oh, the last episode, it was no. so scary. I'm like, oh no, if Hope doesn't make it, I'm not watching the show anymore. Right. One thing that I kind of like, though, on a side note, is that they had the woman have the heart attack, because usually in shows it's like a man who has a heart attack, but women obviously also it's one of the leading causes yes, of death in heart women. heart disease is the number one cause of death in women. Yeah. So the fact that they kind of showed that side of like, from a medical standpoint, I think it's nice. And I think it also brings a nice little awareness of like women, you also need to get your heart checked out. Yes. And your symptoms are different when you have a heart attack than a man. They are. So everyone look those up. Um, maybe we'll put them in the show note descriptions if we remember. Yeah. Yeah. So we had Hope and Doc helping Hope with her post heart attack and then we had obviously mel and jack uh team mel and jack of course they were teamed up and my favorite this is my favorite storyline i think of the whole show because hope was like they're like hope you can't walk up those stairs they're too steep they never showed the stairs but that's still kind of she does live in like an old house so i can kind of see it if it's anything like my grandma's house those stairs are scary. Mm, true. Okay. I mean, I guess they're just looking out for her. They love her. They care about her. And Hope's like, I can't sleep in the guest room. The mattress is lumpy as a rock. And they're like, I'll sleep down here if you two get the mattress changed. She set them up. Mm-hmm. She clearly, I mean, maybe it is a terrible mattress, but like she could have asked someone else. 
But she was like, you two, both of you, it's a two-person job. You need to go up there and switch mattresses. like, I can help out too. And she was and like, she's no, like, no, you stay out and down The young here. people can do it. Let the young people. Because she wants them to get together. Yeah. Thus, her meddling in their love lives, even though she just literally almost died. Yeah. She still like, cannot let meddling go. Nope. But she like does it in like a nice, loving way. Yes. You know? She really Unlike does. some other people on the show who like to meddle. Mm, yeah. We, Connie. <laughs> <laughs> Connie. Man, Connie was there again today, or this episode. She was. She showed up to. Okay, so that brings us to our third pairing of the episode: Preacher and Paige, the peas. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, So Preacher and Paige, they were paired up this week, and you know, dealing with Paige, who had a run-in with someone who called her Michelle at jack's bar and she's like that's not my name yeah Paige is like oh i don't know michelle i never even went to college and preacher's like didn't you tell me you have a degree in psychology suspicious uh what Mm, yeah that's when connie so oh that's before that connie is at Paige's truck and wants six snickerdoodle and six chocolate chip cookies for the ladies in her sewing circle it's a lot of cookies connie how many people are in your sewing circle? Well, I mean, if it's like six people, that's two cookies per I people. I guess, but her cookies per are person. huge. True. I don't know. Connie is still so annoying. And yes. I don't think I'll ever like her. To quote Preacher, she means well, but she needs to stay out of everyone's business. She needs to stop. Right. Why do they let her get away with this? Is it because she's an old white woman? I think, it, yeah. They're like, oh, she's just, she's old. She can't change her ways. False. Yeah. People can always change exactly that's the cool that's thing about people. people exactly also people love to complain mm. caroline and i have had this conversation multiple times that what separates people from like everything else in the world is that people just love to complain no matter what that's yeah. what makes us human we know we can't change something so we complain about it and yeah the complaining helps it makes it better we complain because we can yes the we more you know because we care <laughs> okay yes Oh, you got to always throw in a little uh, Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. reference. Classic. When you can. Classic film. Beautiful. Always. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we've got... When the, uh, I don't know where I'm going right now. Yeah, I don't know. They were just... They were at Paige's food truck, which I'm still so confused by. Did we ever get a closer look at the prices? No, I still have not seen the prices. I will keep you all updated. Yeah, so, you know, I think Preacher and Paige's storyline was kind of like the C plot of the episode. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like confusing, figuring out what is going on with Paige. Because then, one of the last scenes of the episode, we see Paige dyeing Christopher, her son's hair, blonde. And I knew from the very beginning he was not a natural blonde because he cannot pull it off. Granted, he's like a 10-year-old boy, but... Right, and he's like sitting there and complaining about it. Yeah, he's, he's like, like Mom, I don't how much longer to. do I have to do this for? Yeah. And so. she says something like, until I know you're safe. Yeah, so they're like, clearly hiding from something. Something, someone. Mm, we don't what know. What happened here? So we will keep everyone updated on them. And then, of course, we have, like I said, we have... I just said that twice. <laughs> Great. Doc and Hope. Like we said, they used to be married. So, that was like shock. Mind brine. Brine. Mind brined. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The mind, mind was brined. Blown. Even rewatching this for the second time still blows my mind when I first hear that. When she's like, "I want to get a divorce," and you're just like, "What?" Yeah. 
And Doc's like, it's been 20 years. I don't want to do this. And she's like, no, we need to. So, yeah, they've been separated for 20 years, y'all. So they're not just friends. years. Yeah. And Doc says, if I sign those papers, it's over. Which is confusing because it's been over. over. They don't live together. They don't show any signs of affection that they're still married. Mm-hmm. Doc says he's always been there for them and Hope needs to finish what he started, which is ending their marriage. So I really wonder what Doc did mm-hmm. to make their marriage And why she separate. still feels so strong about it. Yeah. But yeah, so Doc is one of the three husbands that she mentioned. <laughs> Clearly. Before. But which one do you think he is? The love of her life? Mm. the one uh, she, i can't remember the other two examples she had but one was like the love of the life her of her life one she had to like fix and then one was just like a good time or something like that that's a great question and i don't know probably i feel like he was the love he of her was, life yeah I mean, he's that's probably not the love of yet. her life and, and especially he because, did something so he was yeah the love of her life but and not anymore clearly though like he still loves her like he slept in his car outside because he didn't want her to be alone the first couple days that she came home from the hospital and then he called her doctor and was asking like what she needs so he called her doctor and like the doctor said oh she could have these supplements and he doesn't believe in supplements yeah he like went all the way to the next town over to the supplement store and got her them he really cares about her that is love so i i don't know what's gonna happen with these two but we are going to keep our eyes out mm-hmm. eyes and ears mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. and then of course my favorite we have mel and jack again they were getting the mattress and they were just talking about themselves and then of course so this is all at hope's house they're hanging out there they're in hope's bedroom and then of course Charmaine comes over Ugh always charmaine comes over to visit hope and brings flowers and a not heart healthy casserole because apparently she didn't know oh subplot to all of this everybody's giving hope heart healthy food yes jack makes a soy i think he got it from preacher okay someone made it someone made a soy quiche which i don't know what that is like did they use it looks pretty good though like an egg substitute i don't know curious so yeah he got her a soy quiche and mel made a healthy chicken stir fry and she also like got rid of all the unhealthy food before hope came home and hope is yeah hope was going through she's like she got rid of my velveta she got rid of this this and this no this woman's trying to kill me this is literally so accurate though after somebody not all the time but after my dad's had a couple of heart attacks as you know and every time they're always like, you need to eat heart healthy foods and this, that, and the other thing. But the way that the doctors like describe it after you have a heart attack, heart healthy food that they give you examples of is terrible. It's literal cardboard. So then nobody ever wants to do it. So then they sit there and complain about it. Heart healthy food can be a healthy choice, a part of a great well-balanced diet. There are great and healthy, tasty ways to make yeah, your the doctors food just do healthy. a terrible job at explaining it after you've had a heart attack. Yeah, doctors don't really know nutrition. Sorry if you're a doctor Ooh, and I just offended you, but I studied dietetics in college, so like I know about nutrition. I know what it is. So okay, burn. yeah, there's that. Uh, so and then later on, you know, Mel's going on a run per the usual, and then she goes to Jack's bar, and then she's like, I want to get. 
hopes some organic produce from the next fancy farm over. And Jack's like, that's too far away. You cannot go on your right, own. Like, you I'm are so woman. By that. You are woman. You cannot go anywhere alone. Mm. You're going to get lost and hurt. And I need to take you. Ugh, Boo. no. Not true, Jack. Women can do anything. We mm-hmm. are independent. But I guess, you know, he just wanted to spend time with her. Yeah, and they continue to fight. Yep. I was telling Caroline before we started this that uh, I could summarize this episode in one sentence if I really wanted to. And so I'm going to do it right now because it's basically the first sentence of what I wrote in the original recap, which is Mel and Jack continue to fight over his relationship and hope adjusts to a new life after suffering a heart attack. That is the episode in a nutshell. It really is beautiful perfect mel and jack continue to fight yeah that's literally all this episode is yep all right he has so, a flashback too yeah you know, let's talk about the flashbacks there's a lot of flashbacks in this episode flashbacks this show loves a flashback i guess that makes it work i yeah, don't know because it kind of fills in some of the holes yeah instead of being like yes i have to talk about this i can just show it so our first flashback we have so as we discussed in last episode, Mel and her husband lost their baby. And then in this episode, Mel's flashback is helping her sister, who's recently pregnant, and they're planning a baby shower. And her for her hu- third baby. Yeah, for her third baby. And Mel's husband's like, I don't know if you should be doing this. It's too soon. And Joey's also being kind of condescending and being like, hmm. I really don't think you should be doing this. And Hope's all, this is normal. I want to do things that are normal. Yes. Yeah, so that's the first flashback. And then Jack has a flashback. Yes. He has a... He hurt his back a, while they were carrying the mattress. Yeah, he has he a Marines fighting flashback. Mm-hmm. Where, and we get to see his back for the first time. What even happened? Like, so... I think he was around, like, a bomb that exploded. What? Or like, an I iud or something like that and he got shrapnel in his back okay but what caused the flashback oh it was when he was after he threw the mattress onto the bed and he threw his back out and then mel went to go get her off-brand icy hot because she couldn't Mm, say icy hot in the show what did she she just keeps in her purse i don't even remember what she called it but she's like i have some pain cream or yeah whatever the actual name for icy hot like the scientific name is and she was like i'm a nurse practitioner i just keep it in my purse which is not not true no one just carries icy hot so maybe she gets sore i don't know it was weird any hoosers so he's like sitting on the bed in pain and i think that's like what caused the flashback because he's remembering how his back got hurt yeah that makes sense and then we see his back all scarred up which they need to invest in a better special effects makeup artist because those scars were terrible, terrible trash. They looked like Halloween scars. Yeah, they were not good. Like if you go to a haunted house and there's a person who got scratched by a werewolf, that's what those mm-hmm. scars looked like. And I will say Mel, good on her. She doesn't really comment on it while she's rubbing it on his back. Suggestive. Ooh, yeah. Steamy. Was that the most romantic moment of the week? No. Okay. Well, moving on. To what? The next flashback. There's still one more. That's right. And this and one. It's my favorite it's one of the entire the series sweetest. so far. So you know what? While we are in flashback time, we're going to get into steamiest moments or mm-hmm. sweetest moments. You know what? We're just going to call them instead of steamiest or sweetest from now on they're just going to be romantic moments because this show doesn't get very steamy 
so much romantic and it was so cute all right so here's the flashback mel flashes back to her time with her husband or at the time her boyfriend and she's excited to watch die hard for the millionth time with her boyfriend and then he's like okay you know what you can watch one of the many wedding movies you have recorded and and he's like flipping through them all he's like this is a wedding movie a wedding movie a wedding movie and, and like she the has, proposal and like things that are very like yeah he's gonna propose oh, kind of situation and she has a bowl of popcorn and he's like you should check out the what's yeah, in the bowl look, look in your popcorn and she's like what and she digs in there and she finds a box and he proposes to her and he says i knew from the moment i met you you were extraordinary uh, it's so beautiful so it's so sweet that's like how like i love that it was like private like it was yes. very casual it was just for the two of them yeah like you can tell that that was love that wasn't for anybody else except for them and it yes. was so cute it was my so only concern sweet. was that there would be butter on the ring box which is kind of you know gross. what mel seems the type to not put butter on her popcorn probably she is a nurse practitioner yes. he is a doctor so i'm the same way i make my popcorn using an air popper and then i put a little bit of oil on and some salt and then mm. it's healthy. I bet Mel eats healthy air popped popcorn too. Probably. I'm team Mel, so obviously. So that was definitely the most romantic moment of it was the week. Cute. I really don't think there's going to be a lot of moments in the show that top that just because it was just like perfectly written. It was so cute. Yes. It was heartfelt. The acting in it was quality. So good. I just loved it. It was amazing. It was a perfect moment. It really was. I th- yeah, there were really not any other super romantic scenes that tops it. That's no. that's number one right now. Although I do think Doc's sleeping in his car so that Hope isn't alone the that's first couple of nights. There. That's like yes, that's like low key romantic. That was very romantic. Is there anything else? Nothing with Charmaine and Jack was mm-hmm. romantic because they're awkward and weird. They were awkward and weird. Charmaine made everyone uncomfortable and does not know how to read the room yeah so they're at dinner charmaine's like oh i'll stay for dinner and hope's like great hope really hates charmaine and we still don't know why yeah and then hope or not hope charmaine asked them out oh is your husband coming and then there's like cricket 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 everyone's just staring at mel and she's like no he can't make it he couldn't make it she's like how come like and luckily then she gets a phone call yeah read the room charmaine Mm-mm. read the room yeah you don't ask someone personal information Especially somebody like you've that. met like once yeah like oh where's your husband why isn't he coming when is he coming up to see you no charmaine she doesn't know you she yeah. does not owe you an answer it's not polite no nope. don't be a charmaine be a hope yes and don't pry unless you need to mm-hmm Ugh. Oh, Charmaine. You know what? I think speaking of Charmaine, she wore some tragic outfits this week. So we should go right into Fashion Police, where we talk about the fashions and the impractical footwear of the townspeople of Virgin River. Who should we start with this week? Obviously, let's start with Hope, because she had a beacon of hope. Hope brought hope this week she because she survived, survived and it she's was amazing she is a survivor she's a fighter right she's amazing and her fashion this week really kind of reflected that yes we got to see her in a little bit of a nicer outfit than normal she was in a lot of comfy clothes which yeah. i can respect she had a nice ponytail i love mm-hmm. a ponytail she rocked it 
And also, she, her kitchen is adorable. Her kitchen Side is note. adorable. Her whole house is very nice. It's very her. It is. It's very cute. Yes. Big fan. And she was wearing a red and white floral blouse with those little like dangly strings on the neckline. We all know what I'm talking about. And then a blue cardigan over it. So she looked comfy and casual, but like happy. Mm-hmm. They put her in some good, happy colors this Not week. Not those awkward jeans. No, those awkward jeans don't work for her. Oh, please never put those jeans on again. Thank you. This has been a PSA. Don't wear those jeans. Yeah, so Hope looked great this week. Mm-hmm. We're glad that she's healthy and feeling better she's and that all of her friends are there to look out for her. We love that for her. Yes. And then there's Mel. So Mel's wearing a couple outfits this episode. So her first one, she's wearing a green cropped sweater with a long shirt under it. So like you can see that it's cropped, but she's like, no, I can't wear a crop top. I'm a grown woman. So then she wears a shirt under it. And I like that look. I think she really mm-hmm. rocked it. I hate a crop sweater. This is just like, I'm going to go on a rant for a second about a cropped sweater because I think they're pointless. It is a sweater. You want to wear it to be warm and cozy. What is the point of it being cropped? That is not warm nor cozy. I think in Mel's case, she probably liked the texture of it. So the texture of the sweater with the texture of the shirt under it. So it was like a contrasting texture. We have the sweater with like a plain shirt. So it just... It was visually appealing, I think, for yeah. her. But if you're not going to wear anything under your crop sweater, aren't you cold? Right. Like, they're everywhere in the store. Yeah. And I'm just like, no. I mean, maybe if you have a teeny tiny torso and it's just like a regular sweater on you at that point. Maybe. But, like, yeah. the youths, the youths love a crop sweater. Youths, you're going to get cold. Yeah. Is your stomach not cold? Maybe it's not. Maybe they're all robots. Maybe. We got it. They're robots, everyone. Yep, there we go. That explains everything. Yes. But why they are the way they are. <laughs> Mission solved. Uh, what about her? Oh, so then she has her second outfit, her running outfit. Yet again, she's on a run. We get it, Mel. With her hat. We get it. You run. No, I'm just kidding. I like that she runs good for her. We all need a hobby. We do. She's a good one. Healthy yeah. hobby. Not a weird hobby of Virgin River. No, Running's not a normal. weird hobby. Her good hobby. Good hobbies of Virgin River. Running. End of list. Yeah, so she's wearing that gross black weird hat. I thought it was black. I don't know. It's a weird oh, hat. It's not a good hat. No. If you're going to go on a run and wear a hat, please wear one that covers your ears. Right. Like, it's cold out. It's We cold. still don't know what season it is. It's an unknown season that it's looks cold. cold out. Please cover your ears up. Your ears yeah. are going to get Or, like, cold. wear a hat that's, like, a little more visible so that cars and oncoming traffic can see you. Yeah, and it's not even, like... Sometimes you wear a hat to pull your hair back. It's not even doing anything for her hair. She's wearing a low pony that still looks cute. Mm-hmm. Mel, just... I do like her little running vest. Though, I did wears. like it. It was a nice, a nice purple zip-up jacket. It was very nice. Look, That was practical. Yes, that's a practical running outfit choice. And practical footwear. Yes, she was wearing very practical footwear because she was wearing running shoes. Perfect. Great. And then she wore another outfit when she was going to ride with Jack to go to the organic farm. So she's wearing a green coat with a gray hat and a mock turtleneck. So it's like kind of turtleneck, kind of not, because you can't have an episode of Virgin River without, without someone in a turtleneck. Or plaid. And or Yeah, exactly. And then she's wearing some blue jeans. And here's where, I don't know, maybe it's practical, but I don't know if it's that practical for going to a farm. She's wearing tall black quilted boots. 
I don't know. Maybe they're like really warm. Maybe like the, they're like the kind that are like kind of wooly. Maybe you know? they just look very like fashion. Like you would wear that yeah. those boots with a nice dress. Or unless like you're not having to go very like farm. Like they have like a stand situation. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what are organic produce farms like. Um, like farms. They're they're like farms. That's what they're like. We'll go on a field trip. Okay. And we'll wear practical footwear to prove her wrong. That you can, in fact, wear practical footwear to a farm. You don't need to look cute all the time. Yeah. But They wear cute boots, But though. she might be looking extra cute because she's with Jack. So True. when Maybe so she talked to Jack effort. at the bar. So, like, she showed up and she's, like, telling him her plans. And then he's like, oh, like, give me a couple minutes and then we'll go together. So maybe she's, like, subconsciously going, okay, well, Jack's going to go with me. Maybe I'll wear, like, these shoes and instead nice. of these shoes. I'll look a little nicer. Mm. I'm on to you, Mel. Maybe. I get it. I maybe. see where you're coming from. We've all been there. We have all been there. And we're like, we know that we shouldn't like this guy, but, like, we kind of do. So we want to put forth an effort, but, like, not really. So we can't, like, put too much, but you can't look like a bump. Mm. Mm. We're on to you, Mel, but we're not against you. Nope. Yeah, all right. You know who we should talk about next? Who? Jack. <laughs> because in this episode, he wore a Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> yes, he does. He wore a lovely jean jacket with some blue jeans. Ooh. We love a denim on denim moment. He rocked it. You know, I think he was still wearing a flannel. Yes. But with a Canadian tuxedo on top of his flannel. He dresses it up. It makes it more fun. Yeah, he looked great. Like, we all know the Canadian tuxedo means you're ready for a nice date. Yes. Or car ride to an organic farm. Yes. Yeah. So, Ugh. Jack, keep it classy. Crushing it. Really, Crushing you are. Crushing it. Um, then we have Doc. He was wearing... A flannel, of course. Always. You know, if someone isn't wearing a flannel, does this town explode? Probably. Yeah, most likely. I think so, too. So he's wearing a gray flannel with a nice black vest on top of it. Yeah. He also later wears my favorite hat. Oh, that's a good hat. His, in like, the car. His cowboy hat, but not quite cowboy. It's kind of like a Smokey the Bear hat, but like yes. not quite. We don't know what it is, but we do know. He rocks it. If somebody it. knows what that hat is called, let us know. Yeah, send us Follow a us on Twitter. Picture. Tell us what this hat is called. Tell and us. And where we can find one. Tell us now. Yes. Or whenever you find out. And then he also wears like his like Carhartt jacket that mm, he yes, usually wears. Yes. Which is very practical. It is he practical. He really has like the most practical outfits, I feel like. Yeah. And they're well put together. It's not like, let me throw my jean jacket on, even though I'm already wearing jeans. I know. Oh, Jack. Jack. And last but not least, let's talk about Charmaine. Ugh. First off, okay, I don't want anyone to get offended. Maybe if you're the hairstylist for this show or if you are the actress listening, I don't hate your haircut, but for a hairstylist... You should be better. You should have a better haircut or a better hairstyle or do something, something. different. Is that too mean? No. Maybe. I agree. It's just, it's not good. It's not. Like, the... I, it's nothing against the actress. She still looks great, but I just think the haircut could be better. Maybe a little more mm-hmm. of like a fashionable haircut. Mm, Would I agree. Yeah. So sorry, Charmaine. She also wears the worst scarf in the world. Oh my gosh. It's at the terrible. awkward dinner. It's like, you know, those tie blankets. So it's like the fleece blanket where you tie it. The whole scarf is made of those ties. And it's like so long. It's just so giant and ugly. 
Not a fan. No. It did go with her black and white blouse, though. Yeah. Because it was a weird, gross black and white scarf. Yeah. Worst accessory of the week. Okay. Yes. 100%. Terrible. What year does this show take place? I'm betting 2019 when it was made. What kind of accessory I is she wearing? Know. A Tiffany charm necklace. When were those popular? About 2004. Charmaine. Girl. Honey. It's... Be better. No one wears those anymore. Like, nope. I don't even think Tiffany sells them anymore. Know, they are expensive. You know what? I'm going to look it up right now. I'm looking it up. Okay. I'm looking it up. Tiffany. Charm. I can't spell. Charm. Yeah, they're just like... Necklace. Or char- like the chain necklace. Yeah, like the one, that, like the fat chain with like the little thing with the heart that goes through that thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have them yeah, anymore. I think they might sell like the bracelet version of it. But... Or maybe they do. Okay, so they kind of do, but it's Ugh. different. It's updated since the 2004 Is one. Is it cuter? Not really. Not gonna lie, Loki wanted one when I was Oh, we all wanted child. one. When I was in eighth grade and we'd got our, we had our eighth grade confirmation, hashtag Catholic school. And this one girl was like, yeah, my parents got me a Tiffany bracelet for my confirmation. What? I know. And I'm like, my parents got me a Grater's ice cream. So, you know, some, yeah. some kids, some girls got nice jewelry. I did not, nothing against my parents. I did not need a Tiffany bracelet. No. Especially because yeah. that ish went out of style. It really did. Charmaine, you know better. Be better, Charmaine. Yeah. Sorry, girl. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a no for me, dog. Mm-hmm. She, honestly, she gets worst outfit of the week. Yeah, I 100% on board with that. Worst outfit of the week, Charmaine. We should start keeping a tally of how many times Charmaine gets worst outfit of the week. Oh, 100%. It's like it's three not times now. good, girl. She's been in two episodes, three yeah. episodes, and I think she's gotten it every time. Mm-hmm. It's just, we don't, it, maybe, is it because we don't like her that her outfits are bad? Or is it because her outfits are bad that we don't like her? I don't know. Should we be a little more introspective about this? Maybe. We'll try know. harder with Charmaine. Any Charmaine stands out there, we're so sorry to be upsetting you. Yeah, we're bashing our your girl Charmaine, but she's not our girl Charmaine. No. We don't like her, but we'll try harder to look at her clothes better. Or she can just dress better. Yes, that too. Go to the mall, Charmaine, and find yeah. a new outfit. Thank you. And that has been Fashion Police. Click, oh my click, gosh, click, wait. Click. We for, No, go back, go back. It's still Fashion Police. Error, error. Um, Best outfit of the week. Ooh. I'm about to have a controversial opinion here. Okay, if you say like a dog or something, they aren't wearing clothes. No. Okay. I'm actually going to say... That I don't have an outfit of the week this week because I did not think that anybody's outfit was particularly outfit of the week worthy. Oh, Controversial opinion. Oh. They're all kind of like the same that they've been wearing the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Outside of, you know, Hope's comfy clothes, which I do love. But like there's nothing that was just like, wow, that was amazing. I think so, I'm going to go opinion. with mel's outfit when she was fixing the mattress with jack because i thought it looked really comfy and i love a comfy outfit right inappropriate for 
helping somebody move back into their yes. house. Yes, and I think you know what? Maybe someone gifted her the crop sweater. Maybe, and she's so trying she to, like, probably make it didn't work. buy the crop sweater. She probably was gifted it, and she's like, "Well, this is still really cute. I just can't wear a cropped sweater." And so she layered it. Mm. I love a layered moment. You so do. That's why I'm giving it to Mel this week. Congratulations, Mel! You did it. Crushed it. Yay. And with that, we are officially ending Fashion, Fashion Police. Police. Click, 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 click. We need to find like a camera flashing sound. I found something for episode three. Nice. Okay, that's not going in it, of course. What we just did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, everyone, it's time for our favorite moment of the episode Boat Patrol. What sound does the boat make again? I forget, but clearly none of us know what boats sound like. We're so stupid in a nice way. Wow. I just can't believe like we forgot what a boat sounds like. Mixed I'm, it still, up with the train. <laughs> I'm still thinking about this to this day. And yeah. we don't know what boats sound like. Ugh. But so Caroline, was there a boat this week? No. And with that That has been Pope Boat Patrol. Patrol. I still can't believe that there are no boats on this river. I know. I'm still not over it. Not I, even like a tiny fishing boat. No, nothing's in this water. Not even it's a canoe. Cursed. It's cursed water. All the fishermen have died. I guess so. So that's why. All right. What's next in this episode? Is it time for my favorite segment? It must be. It's time for... Caroline's Question, question Corner. Corner. All right, Liz, what questions do you have for me this week? And I will try my best to answer them. All right. So at one point in the show, Mel is on the phone with Joey, as she always is. And we get to see Joey walking around her house. Joey has a beautiful house. That is true. This is like a selling sunset type of house. How much do we think her house costs? Mm. It's in L.A., so keep that in mind. True, it's L.A. Costs aren't real in L.A. I bet it's like a... 2.5 2.5 million. That feels right. Because yeah. it has like those floor to ceiling windows. It's like all white. It's and modern. And there's like, was it a spiral staircase? It had a fancy staircase. Yeah. What does she do? Do they ever talk about what her sister does? Oh, isn't she like an arc, not an arc, dealer? interior desire? And I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember. But she does something. She does something. And apparently makes a And her husband also must make some money. You know what? Um, we didn't talk about this, but Joey had my favorite quote of the episode. Oh. Let me find it. Okay, so uh, Joey said, I can crate the dogs. Why can't I crate the kids? That's Joey! Right. <laughs> That's when she's walking down the stairs. Yeah, when she's on the phone with Mel, and she's like, oh, the kids are so loud. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. Wow. Uh, Joey, shout out to you for not being afraid to say what we are all thinking sometimes when it comes to children yeah why can't we crate them up (laughs) oh no i'm kidding i would never advocate crating up a child and she probably never would either she's just probably annoyed that she's on the phone it's like every time when i was younger and my mom was on the phone that's when we would all get loud and my mom would hang up and be like i was on the phone and of course that's when you start making noise Mm -hmm. so i get it i get where joey's coming from but yeah she did say that Thank you, Joey. Yes. Inspiring. Beautiful. Amazing. Mother of the year. Really? All right. And the other questions this week? All right. So we also, after awkward dinner at Hope's, 
Mel stays around and helps clean up like the good woman she is. And she's wearing washing gloves. Do people actually wear washing gloves while they're washing dishes? And what is the point of them? Okay, as someone who has used washing gloves before, I do like them because my nails get really, really dry. And when you are washing dishes, you're using hot water and hot water makes them even more dry. And so in the wintertime, sometimes my nails will just get so brittle and they start like layering. It's gross. I don't know. So then I like to use gloves when I'm washing my dishes so that my nails stay nice and clean and healthy. I've never seen a person in real life actually use washing gloves. I don't, it's not an all the time thing. Like I haven't done it since I've lived with you. I was about to say, I've never seen you do this. But I do like them. They just get kind of gross Mm. keeping them around because like, yeah, you can keep them for a while. They're good for many uses, but you're just sticking your hand back in there. And that's what kind of grosses me out. Mm. So I like the idea of them to keep my nails clean. Like, and especially if you just washed your nails or not washed your nails, painted your nails and Mm. they look really nice. Sometimes washing washing the dishes will chip your nail polish. So it's just for, in my case, it's for nail sanity, nail cleanliness to keep your nails nice. But Nail sanitation? Yeah. But in like, not that many people in the real world do. Interesting. She must have really nice nails. Probably. Yeah. She keeps them fresh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. Next question. A very important one. All right. So when Jack and Mel are stranded on the side of the road because he has a flat tire, Mm -hmm. he says he doesn't have a spare because he lent out his spare tire. Who lends out a spare tire? Yeah, aren't those specific to like your, your car? car? I have no idea. I didn't even think about this. Like, I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Uh, right, like, did somebody else in this town have the exact same make and model of his car? They must. They really must. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done that. He seems smarter than that. I don't know. Or maybe someone is, like, a CrossFitter. Ooh, maybe. And, and they, they need, needed like, a, a tire, tire to practice crossfit tire things that they do and they needed to roll a tire maybe i don't know that's but like and also who borrows a tire and then doesn't give it back that is so rude yeah if you have a flat you're really only supposed to drive on your spare until you get it fixed and yeah, you're supposed to get like, it fixed like the next day yeah you would know yeah i would know i just had a flat tire i've had so many flat tires <laughs> in my car's existence I never have. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So I, at this point, I know how to change a tire, but I've never physically done it because I am just not strong enough. You have to be strong to A, take the the tire out of your trunk and put it on the ground and then take the other tire off and put it back. That is so heavy. And also taking the lug nuts off is difficult like i do mm-hmm. not have the strength and i wish my i mom did usually stands on the uh, tire iron when she yeah. has to do it and like, like kind of jumps on it it is a really difficult thing so like shout out to everyone in my life who's ever had to help me fix my tires and put the spare on for me and i'd also like to give a special shout out to the place where i got my new tire because you know sometimes you like go to get your tires fixed and it takes like an hour and you're like why am i waiting here mm-hmm. it's like what is happening they were in and out in like 30 minutes nice it was the most efficient tiring of my life did you go to whatchamacallit down the road i went to a different place because oh. um i went somewhere else because that's where i i was like maybe this tire is still under warranty it was not it was like mm. six months out of warranty of course it Always. was my luck Ugh, that's besides the point but yeah great job tire place that i went to that i will not say because 
I don't need you to know where exactly I am, exactly. people. Exactly. We're going to be very vague in what we reference. Tires. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, that's weird that Jack just throws his spare to anyone who asks for it. My yeah. theory is CrossFit. Mm. Yep. I can accept that. All right. Final question time. All right. We see Mel's proposal yes, this week's episode. That we do. And it's beautiful. Yes. Amazing. I loved Lovely. it. It was beautiful. What is your dream proposal? Oh, that's a great question. So I'm a very private person. So I liked theirs because it was just them in the moment. And this is not shaming anyone who's had a public proposal because I do see the appeal that some people like might want their whole family there to see it. Like if that's what you really like, I get it. And we're like, maybe you want to do it in a public place because it's like your favorite place. I just, I don't even know. I, I've never really thought about it. I just know I want it more just the two of us wherever we are gotta make sure your nails are done obviously yes i usually have my nails done anyways so you know i guess like at that point if i'm like expecting it sometime soon if i'm like in a relationship i'm like okay we've been together and i think i'm ready to get married i'll just at that point start keeping my nails extra nice there you go yeah i caroline's future husband this episode will be cataloged somewhere yes if you're out there in you know five to ten years when you guys get married go back and listen to this or sooner i'm i'm okay getting married now i guess yeah yeah kids are late it's time yeah i think finally time yeah someday i will have someone in my life perfect as will you thank you that's right hashtag we're both single yes very yeehaw single oh well liz what's your proposal Uh, i definitely want something that's private because i'm so awkward in front of other people Mm, that like i don't know what i would do like if it was in like a public location but if it were to be like like outside somewhere i do want like the secret like photographer because i think that's kind of cute or like have somebody there or like so when two of my friends got engaged they had one their third friend was in town and he was like in on it and so when they went to go like when he proposed to her their other friend was just like slyly taking pictures to be like oh like you guys should go get a picture in front of that statue that'd be so cool Mm, and then he took the picture so then they had like the proposal pictures which were really cute yeah that would be kind of fun i do like that but like if i'm in my house i don't want some guy there like being like creepy from the window i don't know that's a little too stalkery but so that's only like if that's like I get proposed to like outside somewhere. I want that kind of thing. Yeah. Other than that though, I want something that's just like very low key. Mm-hmm. Nothing like too crazy. Make sure I've probably gotten my nails done at some point recently. Yeah. No cliches, please. No yeah. like champagne, ring in the champagne. Like he had no. in the show, her husband had pop popcorn in the ring. Yeah. The ring in the popcorn. I was like, that's cute because they were cute. watching that's a original. movie. But, like, in the champagne, what if I accidentally swallow the yeah, ring? or, like, in a cake or something? No. Yeah. Don't do that. So that's a little, like, scary. You're right. And I want it to be, like, very heartfelt, you know? Yes. Or, like, I like the people who, if you've ever heard, like, they kind of just end up carrying the ring around with them for, like, oh, a little bit yeah. and just wait for, like, the perfect moment. Mm-hmm. That's, that's nice, kind of, too. I like something that's, like, a little more spontaneous, I guess. Yes. I like, agree. I want you to obviously want to marry me. But I don't want you to plan that to like the nth degree. Okay, interesting. Well, now any men listening to this, now you know. 
I don't think a lot of men are really listening to this podcast, though. You never know, though. That's true. So you know what? If someone ever starts dating you and then is like, okay, well, I want to, they'll they'll listen. Then they will exactly. listen. If and they really love you, they'll listen to this podcast. Exactly. Yes. Oh, that was a great discussion. Thanks for thanks for asking that You're question. Welcome. You know what? If anybody out there listening has been proposed to, tell us your stories. Let yes. us know. Yes. Tell us your proposal stories. Um, you can tell us on Twitter. Which is at Virgin River Pod. Or you can email us. That's right. We have an email account. And maybe if it's a fun story, we will read it. Yeah. Oh, that'd online. be a fun moment. Yeah. You guys, like, we want to bring our listeners into this because I guess we actually have listeners to this, which is crazy. crazy. We're so excited. Yeah. That's been, like, the one, like, bright spot of, like, not being able to record for the last few weeks is I'll, like, go check, like, the stats mm-hmm. and just, like, to see all, like, you guys that are watching this. Watching? Watching? Uh, listening. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, they could be watching their apple podcast screen i don't know so don't just know staring lives. at their phone while they listen to this <laughs> yes just staring oh man oh my phone just fell out of my pocket wow um so yeah anybody that's listening to this that has sparked so much joy i think caroline and i weren't sure if anybody was ever actually going to listen to us so the fact that there are people out there that are listening to it just is very exciting for both of us it really so we is. want you to be involved in this as well yeah Tell us what your proposal was like, or if you haven't been proposed to yet, what's your dream proposal? Let us know. Yes. What is our email address again? Um, is it Virgin Entertain River people while I find out. Entertainment time. Pretty sure it's Virgin River Podcast. I think, yeah, it's Gmail. just Virgin River Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Let us know your proposal stories. Yes. Can't wait. I know. Um, all right. Well, we I also think have that, special announcement. Yeah, everyone. So since we've been a little bit out of base for some time, we're now going to up the ante and we're going to really, really, really try to do three episodes a week. Between now and the end of the year. Yes, because we really want to watch season two and we had hoped to get to season two when it came out on Netflix, but unfortunately we didn't get there. So we're really hoping that in January of 2021, that's when season two will start being discussed here. But then we'll probably go back down to two or one a week just so we can. We do have jobs. Yeah. And then it'll make it last a little bit longer because we don't know what we're going to do after season two ends. And we're waiting for season three, fingers crossed. And yeah, so you can also reach out to us on our Twitter or email and let us know what you think we should talk about after we're done with season two so that we can keep this podcast going, even if it isn't totally Virgin River themed for some time. We'll just it's become just, the visitor yeah. center. We're just the visitor center of whatever we're talking about whatever at that time. we're in. So yeah, please keep your eyes posted for eyes new episodes. Three times a week. Fingers crossed. We really, really hope we can do it. I think we can. I think we can. We wrote it on our calendar. Yes. We have like a little refrigerator calendar thing. Our whole recording schedule, well, week by week, our recording schedule is on there. So. Yeah. We're excited. We're pumped to be back with you guys. We're pumped to keep watching season one and get ready for season two. Yeah, we really are. So please keep listening and stay healthy, everyone. Please continue staying healthy and safe out there. Wash your hands. Yeah. I would say hug your family, but don't do that. Do not hug your family right now. You can hug them if you don't breathe. Air kiss. Yes. Perfect. 
virtual hugs. Stay safe this holiday season. And thank you all so much for listening to the Virgin River Visitor Center podcast. We're back, y'all. And we will talk to you again soon next episode. Bye. Bye, guys.